welcome to Loving the Scriptures. I'm your host, your friend, Joshua Odunlade, and together we'll be exploring God's Word to find insights, learn from Him, and to fall more deeply in love with Him today. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today we are going to be learning from the book of John chapter 15 from verse 18 to 25. And today's today's reading is still under the farewell message that Jesus started giving in chapter 14. Remember, let, let's quickly have a recap. In chapter 14, Jesus started by telling the disciples that don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, right? Believe also in me. Jesus revealed the Father to them and told them that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Jesus told them that they can pray in his name and that anything that they ask, it shall be given unto them. Then Jesus went on to say that he would pray the Father and that the Father will reveal himself unto them. And we highlighted the fact that we must obey his commands. There is a special kind of love that comes to us when we obey his commandments. Then we went on to see when Jesus said that my peace I live with you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. So we have that peace of Jesus in us. And then since about two episodes ago, We have been studying chapter 15. We started from verse 1 to 8. And there we learned about the interconnection between Jesus as divine and we as the branches. So we get our life from God. We get our source from God. So basically, if we do not remain in God, as we continue to learn from verse 9 to 17, Jesus said, remain in me, remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my commandments, my father's commandments, and I have remained in his love. We see a lot of interesting things there. Jesus said that you did not choose me, but I chose you. Hmm. Jesus chose me. Jesus chose you. Let's pray before we start today's study. Our Father and our God, we say thank you, and we want to ask, Lord, that you would open up your word to us today lord if there's any way that we have hurt you in our day in our interactions in any way lord we are sorry we ask that you forgive us in the name of jesus lord we ask that this word that we are about to read today that you'd help us to take it in the faith oh lord and that you would not allow us to create excuses oh lord why your word should not have effect in our lives or why we should not obey your words we say thank you, Lord, for having us our prayers. And in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So today we are going to be learning, as I said earlier, from the book of John chapter 15 from verse 18 to 25. And it's all red lettered in my Bible. Now, I want you to note something. Every time I start, I usually start by saying, today we are going to be learning 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 because it is key for you to know that every time you come to study god's word it's not every time that it will be an ecstatic experience just like how it's not every time that when you are reading your book you just love to read your book sometimes we have to do it sometimes out of like necessity because in the case of reading now you don't want to fail your exams or you want to grow in the case of scripture too it's not every 
time that we read the bible that we would have this ecstatic experience where we'll be like wow heaven and earth has come down however it's like food it's not every meal you eat that is like oh wow beautiful meal but every food that you eat is responsible for keeping you alive and awake and so every meal that we take of the word of god is responsible for nourishing us that's why i I always say that today we are going to be learning so we have a learning growth centered mindset when we come before god so i read the text from verse 18 to 25 jesus says if the world hates you you understand that it hated me before it hated you if you were of the world the world would love you as its own however because you are not of the world but i have chosen you out of it the world hates you remember the word i spoke to you a servant is not greater than his master if they persecuted me they will also persecute you if they kept my word they will also keep yours but they will do all these things to you on account of my name because they don't know the one who sent me if i had not come and spoken to them they would not be guilty of sin now they have no excuse for their sin the one who hates me also hates my father if i had not done the works among them that no one else has done they would not be guilty of sin now they have sinned and hated both me and my father but this happened so that the statement written in their law may be fulfilled they hated me for no reason may the lord bless the reading of his word and may his word have an impact in our lives amen so let's take it one at a time and i would just like to stress the earlier part we may not go deep into all the lessons that we can find in the text but i want us to go deep into the parts where jesus started from in our study today he said that if the word hates you you understand that it hated me before it hated you now i want to ask john 3 16 says what if you know it read it along with me for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life how did we repay god for we so hated god that we killed his only begotten son and that anybody that identifies with him will suffer a similar fate too that is how we have replicated our love to god as a race now you notice that jesus says that if the word hates you you have to understand that the word first hated me and i am your master remember the words that i spoke to you jesus said a servant is not greater than his master now i want to ask you what was the end result of the hatred of the world for jesus well the semi-end result was that jesus was crucified on the cross of calvary but the real end result was that jesus rose from the dead on the third day to give us victory over sin and death and hell and give us access to the kingdom of god what i want to highlight there is this jesus goes on to say that if you were of the world the world would love you as one of its own but because you are not of the world but i have chosen you out of it 
the world hates you. Remember the words that I speak unto you. A servant is not greater than his master. Now Jesus is telling them that if they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my words, they will also keep yours. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name because they don't know the one who sent me. Like, do you know the meaning of what Jesus is saying here? Jesus was literally telling these people that before he had told them in different ways that he was going to die and he would rise up on the third day. Now he was giving his farewell speech and he's telling them now that see the the whole drama of persecution and death does not end at me if the world hates me they also hate you because you are my servants and if they persecuted me they will also persecute you they persecuted jesus up to the point that they crucified him now i want to read for us the story that we have according to history of some of the disciples the disciple that became apostle simon peter according to tradition peter was crucified in rome in fact he was crucified upside down at his own request he felt unworthy to die in the same manner that jesus died that's simon peter one be counting it with me number two andrew is believed to have been crucified on an x-shaped cross in greece which later became known as St. Andrew's Cross. That's number two. Andrew was crucified. Number three. James, the son of Zebedee, was beheaded in Jerusalem, making him one of the first apostles to be martyred. That's number three, was beheaded. Number four. John, who is traditionally believed to have died of natural causes in Ephesus, Asia Minor. Although there are some accounts that mention that he may have survived into old age. According to history or according to what we know of history, some people say that John was persecuted so much but he did not die. They tried to boil him. He did not die. Different things happened. He did not die. So they banished him to the island of Patmos. So we see that he also was persecuted even though he eventually is believed to have died of natural causes. Philip. Now, all these people that are mentioning, they are the disciples that Jesus was talking to that night though. So that when you are reading this word, you understand the gravity of what Jesus was saying to them. Philip, according to tradition, was martyred in Erapolis, which is modern day Turkey, where he was crucified or possibly stoned to death. That's Philip. Bartholomew or Nathaniel is believed to have been flayed alive and then either crucified or beheaded. That's Bartholomew. Matthew or Levi is traditionally believed to have been martyred in Ethiopia, although the exact details of his martyrdom was not recorded, was not well documented. Thomas is believed to have been martyred in India, where he spread, where he had gone to spread Christianity. James, the son of Halphios, is traditionally believed to have been stoned to death in Jerusalem. Thaddeus, he is traditionally believed to have been martyred with arrows. That means that they placed him in front and shot arrows at him. Like, I don't know if you are imagining all this. Simon the Zealot, although accounts vary, 
Some traditions say that he was crucified and others suggest that he was sawn in half. Please, which one is better out of being crucified and being sawn in half? Both shows that he was persecuted and he was martyred. Judas Iscariot. Of course, he betrayed Jesus and in remorse, he hanged himself. That one, Jesus was not even here when Jesus was saying all of these things to them. Why did I tell us all of that? Why did I tell us how all the disciples died one by one? Because when Jesus was saying to them here, that if the world hates you, understand that it hated me before it hated you. So I'm imagining Peter being chained and going to the cross where he was going to be crucified. And he was remembering the words of Jesus. If the world hates you, know that it first hated me. And he could infer that if the world crucified me, know that they will also do similar to you. Now I want to ask a question. Are you ready to follow Jesus to the cross? Like if it means you going to a literal cross, if it means you dying, are you ready to follow Jesus to, to the cross? To die? Are you sure? Now that is kind of far-fetched for some of us today. It's not like somebody will kill you for being a Christian. But they do scorn you. They do make jest of you. I can remember one day that I was praying and then a group of boys were, were jesting at me because I was praying. That is an example of persecution as well. It's mild, but it's persecution that affects a lot of people. So my question to you today is that, would you follow Jesus to the cross? Would you, like Jesus says here, keep his word? Would you, like Jesus says here, trust him even in the midst of persecution? I think it's important for us to think about these things. It is important for us to think about these things. Because see, the world is a dark place. And we have been sent to illuminate the world. No matter how darkness wants to hide, once light comes. Sorry, or let me put it like this. No matter how dirtiness wants to hide, once there is light, it will always be revealed. And do you know that it is some people that are responsible for making sure that that place is dirty? So they will fight back. When you bring the light of Jesus into a business, for instance, and you realize that there has been fraud in that business, and you are shining the light of Jesus into that sphere, what do you think will happen? The people that were committing the fraud, they will just allow you to go on and destroy their business? Of course not. Now, the big question to us in this episode is that, are you ready to follow Jesus to the cross? Are you ready to follow Jesus even if it means that you will be stoned to death? Are you ready to follow Jesus even if it means that you will be mocked by everyone that you live around? Are you ready to follow Jesus even though it means that you will be persecuted by family, persecuted by friends, persecuted by everybody you know and love? Are you ready to drop everything and to follow Jesus? This is a question I'm asking myself today. And this is a question that I think that we should all consider as a family today. Are you ready? No, no, don't don't just say yes. Think about it. Are you actually ready to follow Jesus to the cross? And have you gone ahead to drop it all at the cross? 
and stand on that cross with him and die. Let's pray. Dear Father, we say thank you for your cross. Thank you because you give us life. Thank you because we know that persecution is a part of our Christian experience. So when we face it, it will not hinder us. Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we pray that the ability, the grace to follow you to the cross and to die there at the cross, whether figuratively in, in the sense of bringing our flesh and putting it at the cross and killing it there, or in the sense of even standing for you, whether or not the world wants to hear what we have to say. Lord, we say that you grant unto us in the name of Jesus. Grant unto us that grace to be able to see persecution as a, as a part of our Christian faith and Christian journey. We say thank you for your answer to our prayers. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I believe you have been blessed by this episode of the podcast. Please follow us on this platform or on wherever you get your podcast. Also, please share with your friends and family so that they can be blessed by it too. Till we meet again, keep seeking, keep searching, keep meditating on God's word and keep on loving your scriptures and keep on loving God. God bless you.